0: Good morning, everyone. Thanks for your amazing generosity over the years. Uh, It'd be great if we could go back and just leave that that verse up. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Because I didn't bring my glasses and I can't read my my Bible. Let me open in prayer. Father, what a privilege it is to be able to sow to the Spirit, rather than sowing to ourselves, to sow to please you. Help us to think today what that may look like. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So the apostle Paul who wrote this said, do not grow weary. Let us not become weary in doing good. He was a guy that faced a lot of struggles. We've all faced struggles over the past four years during this COVID era. In fact, he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, as you reflect on his life and ministry, he said, we despaired of life itself. That sounds like he was growing weary, but he kept pursuing, he kept pursuing what God wanted him to do. He didn't give up. And that's his encouragement to us today. I know we've all experienced all sorts of different challenges over the past four years, but it's been horrendous in the developing world. There has been enormous loss of life, enormous loss of livelihood, because many parents have lost jobs. Online exploitation of children is up more than a 1,000%. In parts of Latin America, entire ministry teams were wiped out by COVID in 2020. Uh, In Indonesia, where you sponsor children... Kids missed two years of education, also in the Philippines where CJ is from, two years of education, which makes employability a big problem down the track, so they're two years behind. So in that context, God is telling us today to not grow weary. When the world is struggling, that is when Christians shine. Now I'm not here today to say being generous will get you more merit in heaven or that there's some kind of works, righteousness, so you can earn your salvation. The book of Galatians is completely opposite to that. In Galatians chapter 1, we're told that we have been rescued because Jesus gave himself for our sins. And we can see in the book of Galatians and everything that Paul writes that we are justified by faith in Jesus alone. There's no other way to be saved for anyone on the whole earth except through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. But once we are saved... We are called God's co-workers in 1 Corinthians 3. And in Ephesians chapter 2, we're told that we are God's workmanship. That's a beautiful description of Christians. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God had prepared for us in advance to do. So I want us to consider what good works may be. And I'm going to look at a Greek word today. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I'm Greek. I still think in Greek. The New Testament was written in Greek. And sometimes I notice things in Greek. I didn't speak English until I went to kindergarten. And in fact, as I get older, I'm reverting back to the Greek. I'm forgetting English words. And there's a root word that we're also going to see in Galatians chapter 9 today and Galatians chapter, sorry, Galatians chapter 6 verses 9 and 10. So, The Greek word for doing good in verse 9 is a generic word. It's a broad word, like when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. It's that broad definition of good. Let us not become weary in doing good in all sorts of ways. But then in verse 10, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. That is a more narrow word. That's the word agathos. Now you know in Mark's Gospel when the guy runs to Jesus and he falls at his feet, he says, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, why do you call me good? Only God alone is good. And it's that same word, agathos. Now that's a bit challenging, isn't it? Because if only God is good, and of course Jesus is pointing to himself as God in the flesh. But if only God is good, then how can we do good? How can we do that same word, that same kind of good, We'll explore that in a minute and think about that in a minute. But I just want us to consider um, God's amazing generosity and goodness in our lives. Let's think about how God has been good to us. Let's think about how God has shown his goodness to us. Well, you exist. There's no reason why you exist except out of God's love and generosity. He has given you life. He has given you being. He has given you every breath, every heartbeat. He's given you family. He's given you joy. He's given you a church family. In fact, you're living in Australia where the richest people, the richest time in human history. God is a generous God. God blesses us extravagantly. I've been alive for 59 years. I didn't do anything to deserve that. That is just God's amazing generosity. And I think that's what that second word, good, means. It means generosity. The word agathos, it's got inside it the idea of God's generosity because God is the generous provider. But if only God is good, how can we do good? Well, it's because we are connected to God as Christians, aren't we? We're told in the Bible more than 70 times and also in Galatians that we are, if we trust in Jesus, we are in Christ. We're united to Jesus. Jesus owns us. He says in John 10, he will never let go. He empowers us. He enables us to grow more and more Christ-like through his power in our lives. And also we're told that we're indwelt by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit lives in us. And in fact, in Galatians chapter 5, we are told there is fruit of the Spirit. So if only God is good, we're able also to do that good because we are connected to the good and generous God of the universe. So who should we do good to? Well, it says in verse 10, do good to all people. And that's what Compassion's ministry does. We do good to all kids, no matter what kind of background they're from. Some Christian kids where you sponsor kids, many kids in Indonesia, lots of Muslim kids in central Java, in Thailand, lots of Buddhist kids, Hindu kids, kids whose parents practice witchcraft, and that is rampant in Southeast Asia. It almost sounds funny, but I could tell you some horror stories about parents that practice witchcraft. Um, To kids whose parents are drug dealers, do good to all people, because that's what Christians do. But it says especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And I think in the Greek, that's a mistranslation. The Greek there for especially is malisa. And that word really means certainly. Now, I love the ESV. I just My son's 18th birthday last night. We had a great time. We bought him an ESV study Bible. He loves it. So it's a great translation. But I think probably here, most of the English translations miss it because it kind of implies do lots of good for Christians. And if you've got a bit of time and energy left over, Do some good to non-Christians. Now what God is saying here to us is, do good to all people and of course, certainly, it's the word certainly, of course, certainly it's part of your DNA. You should know as Christians that you're going to be looking out for each other because that's who you are. So do good to all people and certainly look out to the family of believers. And compassion does that too. It shows no discrimination looks after kids from all sorts of backgrounds, but certainly blesses the family of believers. And in fact, the word there for family is household. And if you think about it, it's a very moving image. We are one big global household with other churches, and some of our churches are doing it tough right now in the developing world. So how do we do good to the family of believers? How do we do good to the household? Well, Compassion works with 8,500 churches of different denominations. We're evangelical, so evangelical churches that proclaim the death and resurrection of Jesus faithfully. And they want to work in their communities and reach the poorest families and the poorest kids, but they lack resources. And so your sponsorship resources those churches to find the most vulnerable kids so they're grafted into a church community, just as CJ was, to be loved and to be reminded that the kids are created in Christ's image and they are precious to Jesus and Jesus died for those kids. And that's very powerful in the life of a child that feels beaten down by poverty to hear that. So we're doing good to the family of believers by enabling those churches in the developing world to reach those communities. And God is creating, providing an incredible harvest. We are in an incredible time of growth globally in Christianity. I spoke at a school on Friday. They said, really? It doesn't seem like that. But it's true. In Muslim countries and Hindu countries and all those countries around the world that I spoke of earlier and in the poorest countries on earth, Christianity is growing exponentially. I went on a trip to Indonesia in 2018. I went back in 2020. This is even before covid All the churches had doubled in size. They were running out of space. In the Philippines, the head of Compassion Philippines said to me over dinner not so long ago, we have seen exponential growth in Christianity during COVID like never before because churches have not grown weary in doing good. They have been salt and light in their communities and they have been blessing people and they have not given up because it's part of their DNA to not grow weary and do good. And I hope today from these verses, God has encouraged you to keep going, to not grow weary in doing good. And in fact, that is Christ-likeness in your life, isn't it? Because that's what Jesus did. He did not grow weary in doing good. In fact, he gave everything. He gave his whole life and went all the way to the cross for you and for me. I would love to chat to you today. Uh, I want to thank you for your ongoing support. If you want to sponsor a child, I've got profiles of children like... He's an older boy. He's 18 years old. He lives with his grandmother and his grandfather and he'll graduate either at the age of 20 or 22. Uh, And there are younger children like Violetta who's about to turn nine years old and she lives with her mother. Being raised by your grandparents or being raised by a single parent, it's very challenging in the developing world. But we've got the opportunity to get alongside some of these kids and be a blessing to them. So I'd love to chat to you about that afterwards. And thanks, Ben, for giving me an opportunity to chat today.